the property pod. Pod. pod welcome to the property pod with moneyweb the property sector is an ever-changing sector and in this podcast series your host suren naidu chats to movers and shakers in the property industry the sa reserve bank has hiked the repo rate by a cumulative 325 basis points this year that's one of the most aggressive rate hiking cycles ever in the face of spiking inflation how does it affect the residential property market and for homeowners how does it affect your bond we have asked these questions on the property pod a few times over the last year but in this latest episode we are asking dr andrew golding ceo of local real estate agency giant pam golding properties These questions and a few more will be put to him as we get some insight on the residential property market performance and his expectations for the year ahead. Welcome to the property pod Andrew. Thanks very much Sirin, great to be with you. Andrew, most economists and market commentators were expecting the latest hike to be 75 basis points, the last one of the year, the MPC meeting by the Saab that was last Thursday. But for you, did you ever expect to see rates increasing by 325 basis points this year? So I think you know we knew we were in a rising interest rate cycle. There was no doubt about that. Um, I think the sense was that given we were at historic uh, 50-year lows, that the increase in interest rates might be quick. We were obviously hoping that they would be slower. So I think a mixture of of expectation but also uh, a little bit of anticipation that uh, this was probably inevitable I think the fact that we now are for the first time above the pre-covid levels is a significant uh, fact but hopefully we are nearer the end of these interest rate increases and nearer the peak than than we were uh, some time ago when I think we we all had to brace ourselves for the fact that uh, we were in a, a rising interest rate cycle Naturally the latest hike is yet to filter into the market as it were. However, how has all these hikes affected the residential property market so far this year? So I think it's true to say that uh the the interest rate environment is without doubt the, the single biggest influencing factor in the South African residential market. We are very dependent on the bond rates uh, generally speaking. And so there's no question that the market has been affected by this rising interest rate cycle uh i think that uh, the property market in south africa is a very interesting one and in that it's certainly not able to generalize there are very many different pockets that one can describe but generally speaking the market has undoubtedly been uh, affected and as you say this last interest rate hike uh, hasn't yet filtered into the market it generally takes a couple of months uh before one sees the actual effect of of the individual interest rate hikes and so we'll have to see just to what extent uh, the market reacts differently uh, to this interest rate hike uh, compared to the others but our sense is that generally speaking you know the the market has taken into account the fact that there's a rising interest rate uh, cycle generally um and we're seeing the typical uh, factors of that play themselves out in the market Andrew how does the hikes affect home bond holders Moneyweb has reported a few times already what the impact will be on someone who has a 20 year bond at prime for example but what i want to know is are we now starting to see a spike in home repossessions as these hikes take hold 
Yeah, so I think we, we, we're going to have to wait and see. There's no question that, you know, during the COVID environment, the, the banks took a view, which was to try and be as conciliatory as possible and to try and keep as many people as possible in their homes and try and keep repossessions down as low as possible. Um, and we're going to have to see whether that attitude and the extent to which the banks continue to have that approach uh, continues or whether we go into what would be described as a more normal environment where um, as a consequence of um, certain homeowners not being able to fulfill their obligations, that, that repossessions start to increase. We haven't seen that yet uh, and we're going to have to wait and see. Um, certainly so far, if one just takes an, an anecdotal view of the, of the approach that the banks have taken, you know, they've tried everything, I think, uh, within the bounds of reasonability to try and keep people uh, in their homes, to try and give people extended plans and to try not to possess, repossess homes. So hopefully that is still the case. But there's no question that the economy is taking strain and that, you know, there are going to be a number of people who are going to be adversely affected by this latest rate increase. And, you know, if the governor is going to be consistent, then perhaps, you know, that's not the end of it. So there might be some more too. Naturally, there are some options for those with home loans already. Do you have some insights on that? Yeah, so I think, again, there are, it's a very different environment to the old days. I think that homeowners now have the ability to go and speak to their banks and um, look for creative solutions, which essentially allow people to stay in their homes and allow the banks to take reasonable risk and try and ride out whatever storm there is in terms of people being able to uh, afford the, the home loan and at the same time stay in their homes. I know uh, real estate agencies uh, like to talk up the market, as it were, no matter how bad things might be. I see you a little bit more frank uh, in your assessment of the market, but uh, surely with the rates now above pre-COVID highs, the impact will be felt uh, most, uh, especially with three consecutive 75 basis points hikes. What are your expectations in this context? for the residential property market in 2023? Yeah, so I think one's got to you know, put the whole market in context from a number of points of view. I mean, first of all, there is a, a general undersupply and an over-demand in terms of housing. So that is, a, is an underlying fundamental, which is good for the market, regardless of the interest rate cycle. Uh, and then secondly, there are a number of, of interesting dynamics and trends which are found in South Africa. So the semigration trend, I think, has been well described, and that continues. So there's no question that there is still a move from the north of the country to the south of the country. I think the post-COVID systemic uh, trends that, that, that people are familiar with in terms of uh, remote working, um, the fact that people can, can live and, and essentially work where they choose potentially is, is still a, a trend that is consistent. And that's causing the market to behave in a, in a hyper-local way. So I think one can't put a blanket over the whole of the South African market and say this is how it's going to behave next year. There are pockets of excellence and there are pockets of disappointment. So, uh, you know, if one looks at the, at the Western Cape, it is certainly characterized by a market that has uh, got lots of demand and not a significant amount of stock. If one looks at the, the market in Johannesburg, it's the opposite. There is significant stock uh, available and, you know, the, the almost the exact opposite in terms of those two markets. And both of them function um, as a consequence of those dynamics. So I think in general terms, the market has been resilient. Uh, house price growth 
over the last couple of years um, hasn't been that significant. And I think that's been a good thing. It's been relatively muted. And as a consequence, I don't think that we're going to see, you know, the market go into free fall. Uh, there's no question that the market generally is quieter than it was in the previous year and the year before that. But it's certainly not uh, by any means uh, a market that, that we're concerned about. I think there's still going to be a strong and resilient uh, residential market because it is underpinned by the, the fundamentals that uh, demand exceeds supply. Just on a concluding note, Pam Golding likely does a lot of its sales in the upper end of the market. With COVID virtually over and some of the sentiments that you've already expressed about different sectors in the market, international travelers are back in Cape Town and other parts of South Africa in general. Have we seen an uptick in foreign buyers again? And will this prop up the top end of the residential market, as it were? So I think the first point to make is that the, you know, the amount of foreign buying in the South African market is very low. So, you know, in, in any one year, uh, if, if significantly less than 1% of property sales uh, across the whole market are to foreigners. Having said that, there was no, there's no doubt that COVID allowed people to potentially live and work wherever they wanted to. And, and South Africa, and, and particularly the Western Cape or the, the Cape Coast, became a possibility for a number of foreigners. And we did see an uptick in the number of, of foreigners buying. That has, in fact, cooled. Uh, now that international travel has has opened up again, there's still around about in our case, four uh, percent of our sales are to to foreigners, and the average selling price is significantly higher than the average selling price across the rest of the market. So we think that that market will continue. It's a, a relatively small portion of the market, but it is a, it is an important one. But um, I, I think that as tourism opens up, there's always been the potential for South Africa to take its rightful place as one of the most desirable places for foreigners to come and own. And uh, we hope that that will continue to be the case and, and that those numbers will increase. But at the moment, they're relatively low. Andrew, thank you so much for your time. We'll have to leave it there. That was Dr. Andrew Golding, CEO of Pam Golding Property Group. Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu, brought to you by Asset, South Africa's leading digital commercial property magazine. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories. The Property Pod. Pod. MoneyWeb, your trusted source for business and investment insights.